Hello and welcome. It is Friday, December the 7th, and it is 9.36 p.m. Central Standard Time. We are on episode 6, and this episode is called I Wanna Be a Nurse. Thank you for listening, and if you wouldn't mind, share this out, clap it up, leave a comment, send a voice message. Let me know if there is anything I can do to help you. You can always email me at info at thenurseinformant.com. So I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit uh, about becoming a nurse. I meet people all day that say, I wanted to be a nurse, but I didn't go. I wanted to be a nurse. I couldn't go. I wanted to be a nurse, but I didn't know where to start. Um, I think most people are initially intimidated by the thought of being a nurse because of either interaction with nurses or by, you know, care or conversation with the nurse. Um, Well, let me just put some of you at ease about nursing school. The truth is, it's as hard as you hear about, okay? But... If you are poor with your communication before you start nursing school, nursing school won't change that. If you didn't study in high school, nursing school won't change that. If you had a bad attitude, becoming a nurse won't change that. So to put it simply, nursing school is what you make of it. And you have to decide to play by the rules and policies provided to you by the professors and instructors. After all, they did get the job. And as a master prepared nurse with a nurse education specialty, getting the job to teach nurses is not easy. So back to the topic at hand. Um, Let's start from the beginning. I want to talk about things that have to be considered when choosing this field. If you are not a people person, go back to the drawing board and reevaluate your real reason. Please do not attempt to become a nurse for the money. There is not enough money that can risk my freedom, okay? And yours either. Let's just say... Let me, you know, let's just, let me just tell you what I mean about that. Let's just say you are a beast with studying and you pass every exam, including all the pre-courses with A's. And let's just throw in a couple B's too. Then you pass the NCLEX, which is the state board test that um, tests your competency with everything you've learned in school to give you a license to practice as a nurse in that state. Let's just say you pass that with flying colors and you receive your nursing license. If you take care of a patient and is found negligent, falsifying patient records or simply unprofessional conduct, you can lose your license as quick as you got them. Even quicker. I'm, I'm talking, I blinking quick. Okay, because I can guarantee you that there will be more than one or two patients that will come to the hospital clinic just to land a big giant lawsuit on a healthcare worker, especially since they think we make 10K an hour. So, first, let's rewind, reevaluate, 
why you really want to become a nurse. And if your heart is into caring for people, taking care of sick, being a public servant, and really making a difference, then we'll start with your choice of nursing school. First, you need to find the school of your choice. That's completely up to you. But be sure to check the reviews. You know, you can find them on online. You can find them in some YouTube videos if the school is big enough. Either way, um, either way you go, the cost of the school, you know, will, will vary. If you're looking at the cost, if you're looking at the school. So you're looking at the school first. Let's just start there. And you say, okay, I want to go to this particular school. So most people say, okay, well, let's click on the cost. That cost will vary depending on whether or not you're eligible for um, some financial aid. Because some financial aid, especially if you're an adult, is a given. They automatically give you a certain amount of money according to your um, your annual salary. Um, so once you pick the school, you should apply to that university contingent on whether or not you're eligible to be admitted. Um, you, you may, you can, you know, call up to the school, talk to them. What's the admission? If you can't find it online, or if it's not clear, cause sometimes it's not clear. You call to the school and say, Hey, I'm Jane Doe. I'd like to, to attend your school. Um, what's the first step? And they can generally tell you, um, and, uh, to, um, get you guys prepared. Some schools, I'm sorry, I'm, my eyes itching, y'all. And I feel like I got something in it. I know this kind of crazy to be saying this on the podcast, but hey, I, I like to keep it all the way real. But anyway, <clears throat> some schools um, have a forty dollars to sixty dollar application fee, and you can even ask them to waive that if you make a phone call. So, um, you call. Or you check on the, on your status or look them up online to see if you meet the criteria to actually attend their school. Uh, even if you didn't make a high score on your SAT or your ACT, you could check anyway because they may have you take a college readiness course for no credit. And if you pass uh, that course, then you can proceed to take quote unquote regular college courses. Um. And I'm assuming that you have your high school diploma, a GED, a general education degree or whatever you want to call it in in your town. I don't know. Some people call it something different, but you're completed with high school and you can be, you know, you can sign up for college. Once you have determined that this is a school and you like the way they handled you and everybody was nice and kind, then you proceed to check in with the financial aid. That's when that comes in. You fill out the necessary paperwork and um, I believe you have to fill out the financial aid um, initial application because it's required. But even if you're paying cash, you still have to fill that out because the school has to report to the government every person that attends that school because they do get some financial funding and backing from, for uh, every person attending the school um, just for equipment and uh, building purposes. Uh, in the meantime, you will also check with the nursing department to express your interest. 
They will either plan a face-to-face meeting with you or they may Skype you or do an initial phone meeting. But there's no nursing school in the United States where you can take it online initially. So if you're going to nursing school, um, your first year in nursing school, you've never been to nursing school before, you're not a nurse at all, then you have to go on campus. It's completely on campus. Um, and so um, they, they will generally schedule a face-to-face meeting with you. Um, and so this is where it all begins. They will evaluate you by asking interview questions to see if you're a good fit for their program. So while you're checking them out, trust me, they'll be checking you out too. And so, you know, they they sit you down, talk to you, why you want to be a nurse, okay, what do you have? Some colleges these days, um, like uh, my daughter, when she went to college, she came out of high school with an actual associate's degree because while she was in school, she was taking some pre-courses as well as her high school credits or whatever. So they'll look at what you have. Um, and then they'll, um, they'll, um, provide you with a complete layout for your nursing degree with a step-by-step semester plan, um, to include all of your pre-courses that you have left or you have to get, um, to get you to the associate's degree or bachelor's degree program, whichever one you decide. If your school is an associate's degree program, then they'll give you prerequisites up until that point. If it's a bachelor's degree program and you decide to go straight to a BSN, then they will give you your pre-courses along with your class courses to take um, according to what they've seen uh, to be successful. Um, Now, um, you will have to take generally... um, Okay, so let me back up a little bit. So let's talk a little bit about the pre-courses. This is um, kind of a long list, so I may go kind of fast, but you can always come back with a pen and paper and look these courses up or Google them. I will um, have this information up on my blog. So if you go to the nurseinformant.wordpress.com and follow me, then once I put this information up, it'll come directly to your um, email. So generally, the courses are, um, you'll, you'll have to take, I think it's like 27, 32. It depends on the school. English 1, English 2, College Algebra, Psychology, um, or Introduction to Sociology, Basic uh, or Essentials, Anatomy and Physiology 1, Anatomy and Physiology 2, um, Fundamental Chemistry, um, which is the uh, basic chemistry, and you have to take a history and a microbiology. And so with that being said, the composition one and two, which is English one and two, that's um, self-explanatory. College algebra is self-explanatory. Psychology and the human experience or intro to sociology is just, um, you know, that's self-explanatory. A lot of people don't know what anatomy and physiology is. It's just the study of the cells um, in the work up of your body. Uh, the components of what makes your um, body organs. And so that's anatomy, physiology one. Anatomy and physiology two is 
what makes those parts work together. And so that has to be broken up because it's um, an extensive, uh, you know, your body is very complicated. So it's extensive um, uh, course courses. And Anatomy 1, I think we dissected a rat. And um, Anatomy 2, we dissected a cat. And so you will be working with things of that nature, things of a gross nature in both of those classes. So if you got a weak stomach, that is where you may want to um, reconsider nursing. <laughs> uh, of course, you know, chemistry is self-explanatory. Of course, American national government is as well. Microbiology is more disease processes and different illnesses that you'll get to look um, under the um, microscope and things of that nature to try to um, uh, w- what the doctors use to diagnose different diseases and stuff like that. So it's very interesting and um, I, I loved every pre-course. And so then um, once you're done with those pre-courses and they may be different, but for the most part, they're all basic or something really close. Some classes will make you take a computer concept course, or they may take make you take a writing course. Uh, and so it just depends. But that's generally the basics of the pre-courses. Now then, when you get into the program, you'll have an introduction to nursing, which will usually be um, what... Um, they teach you how to um, do uh, activities for daily living um, or what the first six weeks or the first three months of that course. It's basically what they teach the certified nurses assistants in their courses, um, except they stop there and they don't, you know, you know, so people are like, oh, I want to be a CNA. Well, I don't know what to tell you, but. You'll have to be a CNA at the beginning of the nursing program because after that, of course, you do have to go into a clinical and you have to bathe somebody. You have to take their vital signs. You have to do, you know, you have to walk them. You have to take them to the bathroom. The instructors, the school, the public has to know that you can do this these things without any complications and that there will be no um error on your part to do just the basics of caring for someone who's sick so after the nursing concepts um you may have a concept one and two the introduction to nursing then you'll have adult one and two then you'll have mental health you'll have OBMPs, which is uh obstetrics where you'll go and watch somebody give birth or you'll go into the surgery room and watch somebody have a cesarean section or you will um, go on the mother baby ward to take care of a mother who just had a baby. Um, in pediatrics, you would generally go to the, uh, the pediatric facility in your city or town and take care of young babies. And then you have adult three, which is where you will get the uh, critical care uh, components or you'll be in ICU um, getting the information you need in ICU and things of that nature. Now, all these components also includes pharmacology. So in each component, you'll have medications that you will have to calculate and know and give. 
Okay, every one of these uh, areas of nursing have a clinical component where you will go to a particular facility to which your school is partnered with a hospital or a mental health facility or um, clinic and you'll have to work as a student nurse. And for the most part, they don't just be like, all right, get out the band, go in there and do what you got to do. They go in there with you. They watch you every single step of the way. And the most important part about that is do as you are told, not what your mama do, not what your daddy do, not what you've seen the other nurse do, whatever the instructor instructed you to do, then that is what you do because quickly doing something, doing something that you're not supposed to touching IV pumps and poles. Um, in in uh, messing with stuff that you're not supposed to uh, in inside the patient's room will quickly get you dismissed from a program. And when I say quick, I'm talking about that day. Like they will ask you literally to leave. Um, I'll just give you an example. We had a um, one of my my nursing um, um, and when I was in nursing school, one of my classmates she went into the uh, NICU, NICU, or neonatal ICU, took the baby out of the crib and proceeded to rock the baby, like shaking the baby in the rocking chair. (sighs) Y'all, now, (laughs) they have mercy on her. I I don't know why, but things like that, you're not supposed to take the babies out of the incubators and, and, you know, shake them like that. You know, you you can, re- you can go to jail, like seriously. Now, I don't know how she made it. I don't know what she said to them, but she she finished it. She finished the program, but she didn't go back for um, her advancement. So <laughs> I think they just scared her really good. But at any rate. Um, as a matter of fact, I saw her at the grocery store, and I don't think she's working as a nurse no more. Lord Jesus, she might have uh, shook somebody else's child. She wants to, well, okay, back to what I'm talking about. Anyway, so that's that will help. That um, what I just talked about the um, the um, beginning of this session will get you to your associates okay if you wanted to go get your bs in then um you would have to take more pre courses prerequisites um you would have to take either um a art music or visual arts class um i'm excuse me uh, i'm sorry uh, art let me see how it go music visual arts theater and dance class so you would either have to take either or you can take something else but it has to be one fine art um and then you have to take one humanity which humanities which is um world lit or um ethics in society another uh, ethics i mean ethics class you know sociology class and then um you'll have to take a history history of civ uh, civilization one or history of civilization two um and then uh, you'll have to take an advanced writing class which is the technical writing or well, i took writing for the workplace which i had to do resumes and all the other stuff so that's how i learned to do resumes and that's how i learned to do them really well 
Um, you'll also have to take a statistics class, uh, upper level statistics class. And in that class, I took psych- uh, psychology statistics because it was easy. So everybody took psychology statistics because it's an easier course f- for those who have a hard time with statistics. Uh, statistics is kind of a weird course. Some people love it, but at any rate, I was just like, give me the sociology, the psychology part of statistics. I'll take that because um, the other um, math remnants wasn't uh, sticking to me. So I, I actually ended up having to take that course twice. Um, let me see what else you have to take. Um, you have to take another you have to take two other um like eight credits so a lot of people were taking like first aid and shoot i forgot but anyway your school will let you know some schools say eight some schools take 12 but you have to take those pre-courses then once you're done with that you move on to the bsm portion of um uh, nursing. So the associate's degree or the initial part of nursing is clinical focused, um, where you would go into the bedside and do a lot of the hands-on um, experiences, giving medication and everything like that. Well, if you decide to get your BSN, this is more of a leadership role, and that is why you can get your BSN online. So once you get your associates and you work your thousand hours or whatever is required in your town state school um you have to work as a nurse for um i think a year before you go back to get your bsn uh here in arkansas i'm not sure about anywhere else but you have to have like a a so many hours before you can apply for the BSN program because why would you be a leader and you just got out of school like that don't make no sense but say for instance if you um you just go straight through you say I want to finish the whole thing I want to be my BSN from the jump well when you get your a job you're still gonna have to go way back to start as the clinical part of it so you can't just be like oh I'll just get a BSN and I'll go and be somebody's boss. No, they're going to still hire you as a RN1. So a lot of people just do the associates first and then, um, you know, get their BSN later. But if you do get the BSN, you're still going to be hired as if you just have, have an associate. Now, you might get paid a nickel or a dime more, but um, you still have to do that initial um, clinical work. I don't know if that makes sense, but y'all get the gist of it. I'm just, I'm just trying to talk to let you know that um, it's doable. Okay, so once you get your associates, you want to go back for your BSN. You'll have to do health assessment, and that's like a head to toe comprehensive health health assessment. And how they do that on on um, line is you'll have to actually. Um, film you doing an assessment on someone and you can see a lot of those videos on YouTube if you just go to YouTube and go like health assessment because a long time ago 
they made us upload the videos on YouTube and they actually were public. So your teacher would just go in there and look at your YouTube video and grade you accordingly. But now they have these um, secret back office webcam situations that you have to do it with now. So a lot of the videos are quite old because um, what was happening was we, you know, the students that did it before us, we would go back there, look at the video, and then we would do exactly what they were doing in packs. I mean, hey, why reinvent the wheel? So health assessment, professional role development, um, well, um, you have to do uh, like a wellness promotion or whatever, health assessment, wellness promotion, health and wellness, that's what it's called. Um, economics, we talk a lot about patients and how they can pay and insurance information, etc. You have to do research and evidence-based practice, which is, um, it's kind of, they'll teach you how to do all the research and find the information that you need and the credible sources. And this is where you find out that all the online, um, Articles are not as credible as they may, you know, because anybody can write anything online. But this is where they show you how to look up government, um, the the um, the research that's been tried and true and, and write about it and stuff. Ethics, legalities and advocacy. They talk this law, you know, you talk about law, how you can get in trouble you know, how you need to make sure that your charting is correct and, and talk to you about different cases that happened. Nurses went to jail and because, you know, you can get yourself in big trouble. Um, community health is one of the, um, you do have to do a clinical in community health. So even though you're doing your degree online, you do have to like go out. And what I just did was I went to Red Cross and asked, could I volunteer? They said yes. And so I just went up and called some people and like, are you still wanting to volunteer for the Red Cross? And, you know, most of the people didn't answer the phone or I went down to storage and stock up stuff. So I did that a couple weeks. Leadership and management, I followed um, a director around for a few weeks. I think it was like four weeks at the hospital. And then the last one, you're going to put all that together into this really big, giant report. And then you're going to turn it in. And then you'll have your grade and get your BSN. And you'll graduate and you'll be like the best nurse ever or whatever. Uh, I just I, I really wanted to stop by and talk to you guys a little bit because people are like, well, I don't know. I don't know if I can. I had a question today. Can you go to nursing school if you're 40? Of course you can go. You can go to nursing school if you can read, if you can write, and you can do arithmetic, okay? Because all of that is, that's the only thing you need. And you can understand public safety and, you know, you can understand what you're doing for the patient is for the patient. And, you know, you're not just going up in there, be, becoming a nurse to get the drugs or whatever, you know. But um, there's no disqualification on your age and 
um, any or you know your culture or anything like that. Um, before I end this podcast tonight, I just wanted to encourage you guys to go for it. If money's an issue, find a scholarship. There's so many hospitals out there that will send you to nursing school for scot-free. Like you would just have to work for them for two or three years. And, you know, the bright side of that is as soon as you get out, you'll have a job. Um, I'm going to post a scholarship list uh, in the next few days on um, my blog, which is thenurseinformant.wordpress.com. If you don't feel like looking for them, follow my blog and have them delivered directly to your email. Um, also, I want to tell you that the pre-course departments do talk to the nursing department. And if you are unruly or giving the professors a problem in the pre-courses and barely skating by, they will notify your major department, which is your nursing department, and let them know that they don't believe that you would be a good candidate for nursing school. So be a good student with all your professors. Uh, especially if they are in the same school as your chosen program, okay? Uh, If I forgot something, I'll come back and do a part two. But I wanted you guys to know that nursing school is doable if you really want it and if you really are there to help people and um, care for the sick and don't mind getting peed on every now and then, you know? So, anyways... Thank you guys for listening. Stop by thenurseinformant.wordpress.com. Follow me and share this out. Clap it up for me. And if it's something that I said that helped you or will help somebody else, please send my podcast their way. I try to be as honest as possible. Well, I am, you know, um, I'm not perfect, but I'm here to give you the information that you need to proceed with a better life. So anyways, I'll talk to you guys soon. Y'all take care. Bye-bye.